Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I just had to laugh. I saw the photograph. 94 WIP. Uh, yesterday, and I, I know you heard it on the updates, Jeremy Macklin was uh, released by Kansas City. Cap casualty. They're over the cap. They, they've screwed up their cap. I think somebody got fired who handled their cap for the Chiefs. But Macklin, who can still play, he'll get a job, but it won't be with the Eagles, was released because he's just making too much money, and they need to find uh, some people to, to clean up their caps. So Jeremy Macklin, I know people say, well, maybe he comes back to the Eagles. The Eagles are all right at wide receiver. That's just too much to, to, uh, to bring him back. Uh, but uh, that happened yesterday. Uh, a couple of things I want to mention, and, I, and I've mentioned the fact that people are now wising up uh, to Philadelphia and they're doing their shopping outside of Philadelphia because uh, Jim Kenny, the one-term mayor, who, uh, by the way, I know listens to the program, but he's in Iceland now. He's so pathetic, he might be listening in Iceland. A free ride to Iceland. Here's the hypocrite that Jim Kenny is. He criticized as city councilman Michael Nutter for taking uh, a trip out of the country. Uh, I forget where it was. So he criticized Michael Nutter uh, when he was city council. Uh, he voted against the soda tax when he was a councilman. So he's changed there. So the, he's hypocritical there. But the, the idiots that work in his office, Lauren Hitt, who's the communications director, she is so out of touch. She is so not equipped to do that job. Uh, there was a story in The Citizen. Uh, it's online, and I get it. And they're really pointing up the inadequacies of what's going on in the mayor's office. Uh, she, uh, Jim Kenny, when Michael Nutter took the trip, he says, the only trip you should take is up the turnpike. And then she says, well, this is, you know, the history of the mayors, and, uh, you know, it's just something they do, and the uh, that airline would not have flown if he hadn't taken the trip. And then Ed Rendell criticized him and said, you should have a ceremony there, but you shouldn't take the trip. That's basically what Ed, Ed Rendell uh, said. So he's hypocritical there, but obviously he wanted a free vacation. Uh, the numbers for the uh, tax on the beverage tax are well below projections. They need to, to get $20 million by the end of June to reach their projections, and then they spin that, well, well, there's fluctuation. Well, then don't, you knew there would be fluctuation. No, what the reality is, is people are now shopping outside the city. Uh, I see it every market that I'm at every week. They shop outside the city. It's just ridiculous what they've done to the people in the city of Philadelphia. It is a mess. And that's on top of them wasting over $50 million on a building for the new police headquarters, which they do need. And then they decide, oops, we're not going to use that one. And then just kick to the side the fact that they blew up, uh, uh, blew over $50 million. 
What a city. I feel bad for you people that are residents there. I know that, I, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a place to become a resident so I can think uh, and proceed on whether I want to run against this guy and try to make Philadelphia better again. That, that's what we need. We need to make Philadelphia better again. Uh, all right, before I get back to the phones, I want to get to the phones. Matt Klintak spoke yesterday about, obviously, about the state of the Phillies, and he brought it up the other night in Miami. When talking about Mikel Franco, exit velocity and launch angle. When you don't hit the ball, how do you get an exit velocity and launch angle when you don't hit the ball well? Okay, he's striking out less, Mikel Franco. But he's hitting those, those balls to the left side, which is trying to pull a ball, which is they pitch him on the outside, they throw him breaking balls. But let, let's hear some of the things that, in Matt Klintak, that Matt Klintak said yesterday uh, when asked uh, the, uh, those situations. That's great. When he hits the ball, he hits the ball hard. When he hits the ball, he hits the ball hard. And this bad luck stuff is nonsense. He got a hit in Miami, which they, I believe they gave him a hit when it was an error. It was a bouncer to the shortstop. I, I, listen, it, it, all that stuff evens out. When you hit in the bad luck, you get hits because of a ball dribbling that you, you tend to beat it out, although he's got no speed. I don't want to hear – I don't want to hear – I look at what he does, how he produces, and the way he swings. And I don't care about exit velocity. I don't care about launch angle. His strikeouts are down. He still strikes out. They may be down. you got to send a message. He's not doing what he does in the batting cage at the plate. Again, I mentioned earlier, I had a little, uh, I guess, a conversation, which became a debate never heated to the point that we're angry with one another, with Todd Zalecki, who in the discussion we had was defending both Mikel Franco and Matt Klintak. Come on, Todd, you can't do that. I mean, we're watching the same games. I asked Todd last night when I was sitting in the press box, how did you like the exit velocity and launch angle on that bouncer to the left side? Or how did you like the exit velocity and launch angle on that pop-up when he tried to pull a, a pitch on the outside? Any pitcher to throw a complete game today is ridiculous, and that happened last night. That happened last night against the Phillies. And he, he didn't even have to throw that many. He threw nine innings, and he threw, I think, 113, 114 pitches. What's the difference? And he even got through the ninth inning. I, I, it's just, it's just mind-boggling, mind-boggling. All right, let's go to – oh, look, Arthur's there. But we're going to go to Herb. Because Arthur's probably got to pay uh, bail bondsmen yeah, to get Herb. out of jail. What's up? Hey, Herb, what's up? I know it's Herb. All uh, right, the Phillies, right. the next, uh, let's say, the next four or five weeks, if this thing doesn't change around, they got to make the changes. I'm not uh, waiting this, four or five weeks. they got to turn this. I know. Well, they, they got this issues with contracts and all that. I no, they like don't. That's that's. Them. Yeah, it's, no. it's not an issue. Four or five weeks. By the trade deadline, uh, Michael Saunders will be gone. Uh, Howie Kendrick will be gone. They'll try to get rid of Hellickson. Before I don't know. the trade deadline. Before the trade. We need to make a move now. As soon as some well, team, we got to try to make get rid of these players. And team, start teams over. don't want to make trades now. That's the problem. So good players. Well, you don't have many. You don't have many good players at AAA, but you should still make the move. That's the problem. You're supposed to make the move. Well, we gotta, we gotta get that kid Williams. We gotta see what these guys can do. 
I already know what Roman Quinn can do. And he had an injury. coming up next year. O'Farrell's coming up. Who's coming up? Who's coming up? Who's coming up? Let me tell you. Herb, 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 Herb. coming up. Can he hear me? Am I talking to myself? coming up. Alfa- no, oh, uh, Alfaro. Alfaro yeah, is not Alfaro. a good. He's not a good catcher. All right. Well, I'm going to go check him out soon. I'm going up to Lehigh. Well, good. All this stuff I heard that he was a good catcher. I'll let you know. He's got too many pass balls. He's not. A, and this is scouts are telling me this. He's not a good okay. defensive catcher. He's got okay. three walks and 48 strikeouts. All right. Well, I'm going to go check him out because okay. I. I one time I, I thought uh, one time I thought he was the next catcher, but that, that ain't happening now. That is just not happening. I'm telling you, there's only J.P. Crawford is uh, over evaluated. Hoskins and Kinnery and, and Kingery will will not come up until at least next year sometime. And I understand he's in Double A. He's not on the forty man roster. I get all that. Uh, uh, it, it's just uh, it's just bad. Oh man. See, last week he wasn't with us. I thought he was in the joint. I thought they, they nailed him. They put on some new jewelry for him. Hey, were you in the joint last week? Did you get locked up? No, first of all, dope. I had too much to drink, so I was detained by the popo, not the driver. Else. So that's why I had to sit and wait and relax and go get a cup of coffee, a couple of espressos. So that's why I didn't get in the car, okay, tough guy? They, like, they stopped me, so I got to say thank you to why's that say that again you got to say thank you yeah to the popo they, you know what i mean they kind of like you just don't drive buddy just just go well, get a cup of coffee the popo in arizona the popo in this area the popo in this area i'm not in arizona yet it takes a while to get there tough guys but gotta make some moves uh, oh you gotta make some moves you gotta have your uh your uh, attorney uh purchase the house right it's already done. Oh my God, you're so far behind. You got to. So, what know. kind of moves do you have to make? What do you have to sell your business? No, the business is gone already. Do you pay attention to me when I talk? I to didn't you? know you. I, you're still doing some. You're still doing some stuff on the side, are you not? Uh, Fifth Amendment. What do you mean Fifth Amendment? You're still sharking, right? Fifth Amendment. Don't you understand? You still got money on the street, right? Don't you have money on the street? I don't know what you're street? talking about. <laughs> Fifth Amendment. That means you don't incriminate yourself, genius. Uh, I, I, yeah, but you're not incriminating with me. I'm just asking you a question. We're straight up with one another, aren't we? We are straight up. As long as I got you in a dunk tank and you got no clothes on, make sure you ain't got a wire on. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're straight up. Why do I have to put a wire on? You just We talk on the air. Well, that's why I just took the Fifth Amendment. Okay. Well, so so in other yeah. words, you still got money on the street. Whenever you have a no comment and a Fifth Amendment, we know uh, what the answer is to the question. See, the Fifth yeah, Amendment brother, doesn't work. Just because it looks evil does not mean it's evil. Do you understand that? Well, what's well? I didn't say well, anything was evil. Like if, if you want to put a guy, if you want to put money on the you. street, if you want to put so money on the street, people you. need it. Just because you got the appearance of evil, that's like to say, how about you're out to dinner and you're with a lady and you're a married man, and people look at that and say, hey, it is Howard, and but just because it appears to be evil does not mean it's evil. In a court of law, that would you understand? So you ain't got no criminal talk. You're right. I have no criminal talk. So it's now a good I just thing. taught you something today. Okay. Don't you miss the Don't you miss the joint? Don't you miss being in there with your past? I do sometimes, but not a lot. It was you, a good you, time for a little bit. You miss your boyfriend. You miss your boyfriend in there. 
You miss your boyfriend in there, don't you? Nah, nah, nah I never had a boyfriend, but that makes you happy to say that. I'll give you that. Let's get oh, to I'm telling you, one. I used to talk to somebody who was in the joint with me. They told me you guys were, were close. You know, yeah, you watched know, you a couple yeah, times in the shower. You know, the whole... <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Let's talk about Tiger and okay. the Popo. Now, okay. if I see Tiger on the side of the road, I would have never did that. I would have said, listen, brother. I got to search you to make sure you ain't got no weapons on you. Going to cuff you. So I'm safe and you're safe. Get in the back of the car. I'm taking you back to the crib. But when we get there, you better have 10 dimes in cash. So you give well, me well, the 10 well. dimes. So, you, uh, so you're asking the popo to bribe him? To extort him? him down. That's what I would have did if I was there. Okay, I knew well, who the guy was uh, once I called him over. I would have told him, yeah, okay, I'm gonna, okay, here's a simple question. Here's a simple question. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Now, don't you think, and this is real-life stuff, don't you think they should have done something because he's a danger, to, uh, not just himself. If he wants to hurt himself, that's not good, but it, that's himself. But by being on the road uh, with all the drugs he had him, and I think he's you know, I, I, just the appearance of he's, he's addicted, whether the prescription or not, he's addicted to drugs, and apparently he's been addicted for a long time. His wife said he was on Vicodin when she chased him down with the golf club, and he, 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 he ran the car into a tree. Uh, Wait, I'm going to defend him now. Yeah, you know but you can't have you're putting other people Listen you're putting other people at risk. Stop! I'm going to defend him. You know who I blame for the drug problem in this country? The doctors. That's what they do to you. Go to doctors. All you got pain here is a Vicodin, and after ten days you're addicted to these things because that's what they want. The doctors want. Then they got to oh, put so you in rehab. Oh, now you're blaming the doctors. Yeah, I am blaming the doctors. Stop giving these pills so freely to people that got pain and tell them to man up. And I am blaming the doctors. They were you just in, were you just they in make that happen, brother. Yeah. Stop defending that. No, well, hold it, hold it. The, the cops did the right thing. It's just no, it's amazing did. how it's amazing how screwed up he was just by the video that's out there now. I mean, uh, he didn't understand the questions. He was just, wow, is he drugged up? But here's my question. Okay, there was no alcohol. What's he doing uh, out at three o'clock in the morning on drugs? What's he doing well, at three o'clock in the morning? I'm going to just say this to you, brother. Whatever happened, I don't have the answers to. I know the car was pulled on the side of the road. He nodded. Yeah, it was, da- was damaged, and he had flat tires because he ran right. over things. But he didn't hurt nobody. I just took him home, told him, yo, brother, check yourself into rehab and get straight. Now, listen. Yeah, but he wouldn't have done that. Don't you think somebody's told him that before? Oh, look, brother, people tell you a lot of things. But see, you never dealt with that. When that devil gets you like that, they call that a monkey on your back. You can't get that monkey off your back. You understand about drugs. So are you an expert because uh, listen, you did drugs? I'm not trying to say anything. I'm did you do drugs? You, did you do drugs? I'm just telling you about life. Now listen to me. Uh-huh. 10% what happens to you in life is part of life. But now 90% is up to Tiger Woods and anybody that gets jammed up. So it, what happened was life. Now, he can fix that, or he can choose not to, but 90% where he goes from here is up to Tiger Woods. Yeah, but that's why he had to get arrested. He had to become a public embarrassment for him to get help because he obviously didn't seek help before, and he knew he had these problems. People knew. His wife at one time knew he had these problems when he was married. Now, uh, oh. The people he's with, and he's not with many friends, he's got to do it. It's just... Uh, uh, I, I, this was the best thing that could happen to him. His his golf career is done. He'll never. And I've said this for a couple of years. His back's so screwed up. 
physically he's just grounded up with the way he would swing. And I believe, it's just my opinion, I think somewhere along the way, uh, and other people believe this, it appeared it appeared that he allegedly took steroids to get that strong. He went to a guy outside the country that had this blood-spinning thing, which was not legal in this country, to get stronger. I, I mean, all these things that he's done. He's done. It's not right. It's not right. And finally, this is a message. This is a wake-up call. Don't, don't protect. Don't protect the criminal just because you're a criminal. You're a stinking criminal. That's why you're protecting. Well, that's what. That's what I am. But listen, here's a guy worth two hundred million, maybe two hundred fifty million. You really think he cares what somebody thinks about him? Yeah, I think he does now. I think he's a public embarrassment now. That's your opinion, but if I got no, it's everybody's opinion. Are you a dope? What you think about me, you moron? I got money. I'm a made guy. Who cares what you think? You understand? That's like it's not what I think. It's I know you're a criminal. I know you were in jail. I know you had a boyfriend. I know you done things wrong. I know you drive while under the influence. You do? Have you driven while you've been under the influence of alcohol? Listen, men. No Fifth Amendment. That's the truth. Tell me what it is. You're just there is. Were you packing it while you were you you packing heat? Why it's a felony if you're packing heat and you're driving under the influence. Isn't that a felony? I don't know what you're talking about. It's just simple question. I'm not saying you did it. Isn't Uh, that a felony? In general. Yeah. In general. It's a felony, right? Uh, yeah, correct it is. Yeah, you, well, if you're a criminal, you can't own a gun. If you're a citizen, I don't know if it's a felony. Well, well the thing is, so you committed a felony because you've done No, that. no, 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 no. That's a way of life for me. <laughs> See, oh that's the God. difference. That's a way of life hey, for I'm me. Hey, I'm telling you, the popo in Arizona are going to lock up your ass. See, you're wrong about that because I give you some heat on the popo. My buddy's out there. Criminals caught with guns, they just take them from you and let you go. What about if you're caught with a gun and you have uh, the devil's grass and uh, and you're under the influence? Well, that's something different out there. They don't play around with drunk driving out there because a the guy already told me they don't play around. Okay, so the Glenn Levitt's got to you got to give up the Glenn Levitt then. No, forget about that. I'll be fine. I know how to get around that stuff. I got a pocket full of money. You know what I mean? Is that right? I, I don't know, know, I don't know, I don't know I how you're for. not in jail. I don't know how you're not. What do you jail. mean? Because of you, because of you, I got to thank you every day for that. You made me like somebody special. Because oh, even when I get pulled over, the popo know who I am by name. Oh, my God. I got to thank you for that. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you I got to thank you. The popo says you to me. You thank me with the dough. So what did you do with cards last night? Did you play cards last night? Yes, I did. How much? 4.8 dimes. That's pocket change. Okay, so you won that. So if you got to thank me, shouldn't you give me some money to donate to a charity? No. When I lose, I told you, when I lose, you don't want to match delusions. You just want some of the winning. What do you think? You're a wise guy. I'll tell you what, I'll be a rat in a second. Oh, there you go. (laughs) And you're perfect. Oh, don't do that. I'll never be a, I'll never be a rat. There you go. Now, see, I got, there you go. Rats are no good. We don't rat. There you go. See, now I'm starting to like you again. There you go. You defended yourself quick here. Well, don't you're defend thinking. Tiger Woods, okay, Doe? No, but I'm not your brother. Listen, he didn't hurt nobody. Everybody makes mistakes. Stop. Okay. All yeah, right. Let's, you know. Listen, yeah, but you can't endanger other people. Come on now. Let's let's get real here. You well, know. he's got to get help now. I'm hey, sure you know he what? I, you know what I've seen will be good for you? I've seen the police have new style handcuffs so you can get some new jewelry. 
Uh, you uh, ought to try to find some of that stuff. I don't sing- know. I don't need that kind of jewelry. I need like a gold Rolex. Uh, but okay. I surely don't need that kind of jewelry. I don't uh, want that stuff. Okay, sing for me. Pair. Sing yeah, for me. This song is for Tiger Woods. I'm telling you, Tiger, that's life. Some up in April, shut down in May. But I know, Tiger Woods, you're going to change that too. Oh when God. you're back on top. There it comes. Here it comes to Popo. All right. When we come back, I got to play something from Jerry Colangelo um, talking about Hinky. Uh, he also said that uh, Lonzo Ball could be a challenge. I don't know if he's trying to set up Lonzo Ball for him from the Lakers to the Sixers, uh, but Larry Brown already made his pick for the Sixers. Not that they'll take it. And I want to explain this, the Larry Hughes pick. Uh, it was a bad pick, as it turns out, by Larry Brown. Not taking Paul Pierce, but I'll explain what it, and it just shows you the credibility that the guy has. So many good things he did, and people just don't accept that. All right, 94, WIP. We're at the ShopRite 5000 State Road in Drexel Hill. WIP Sports Time 921. Everybody knows there's nothing doing. Everything is closed. It's like a room. 94, WIP. I'm Howard All right, Jerry Colangelo was on with uh, Carlin and Reese yesterday. Um, still involved with the team, but uh, obviously Brian makes the decisions. But Jerry is a well-established basketball guy, understands all the things that go on, but Jerry was talking about, uh, he mentioned Sam Hinkie. So let me just play that. And you got to read basically what he said. Let's, let's hear from Jerry Colangelo. <laughs> he did run out of time. That, that was the problem. Uh, a new game plan. Well, clearly there's a new game plan. You're not trying to lose. That was, it's easy to lose. And I'm tired of hearing about assets, and I'm tired of hearing about all the other things that they did. He left some things in place. But he left more negative things in place. All right, so they have the Lakers pick next year. But you used a first-round pick, and you still haven't reaped the benefits of that. This team is still not, still not a conference final caliber team. And that's asking a lot. Can they make the playoffs? Well, anybody should make the playoffs in today's world. Anybody. Uh, but he ran out of time because it was a, it was a disgrace. It was what he did was a disgrace, but he he put it gently, did some good things. Yeah. Well, a lot of pain. I don't know. I still don't know how people accepted all that losing. They killed the Phillies and the Phillies should get killed right now, but the Sixers should have been killed. Uh, But people accepted it because you had, you know, Barnum and Bailey uh, spewing all those, those numbers and he made bad decisions, but now, they've got to make good. Brian Colangelo's got to make good on the decisions nowadays. And he also said that uh, taking Lonzo Ball would be a challenge because of his father. It would be. But if he falls to three and uh, the Sixers are going to take him, there's no But he's not going to fall to three. It's going to be Fultz. It's going to be Lonzo Ball. And then the Sixers have a decision to make. Now, I want to mention something else at Larry Brown. And Larry Brown, I... I did an interview with him this week, and it's on my podcast, the Howard Eskin podcast on iTunes. And 
for all the, for all the thing the good things he did, and without him, the Sixers would not have been in the finals uh, against the Lakers. What was it, two thousand two thousand one season? Would not have been in the finals. Uh, and I didn't remember the injuries, but apparently I forgot about the injuries. Larry Brown had said if they didn't have injuries, they could have beaten the Lakers, uh, but they weren't going to beat him with the way they won the first game. But he did so many good things. Without him, they don't get to the finals. Without him, Allen Iverson never becomes the player he does. Without Larry Brown, the team would not have been uh, good for all those years. That was Larry Brown. But he, he makes a decision. He drafts Larry Hughes which turns out was a bad decision because Paul Pierce was still there. And what he said to me is he made a commitment to Larry Hughes, and I questioned about it a couple times. He made a commitment to Larry Hughes that if he comes out, uh, they will draft him. Well, he came out. Paul Pierce, they had rated number three in the draft, and he didn't go there. So they never expected Paul Pierce to be there. And because he made a commitment, he kept his word to Larry Hughes. And that's really why we can blame him. You can say it was still a mistake, and maybe you should say, hey, listen, we didn't expect Paul Pierce to be there. Uh, but he felt – it's one thing about Larry Brown. He's, uh, I've known him to be a man of his word, and he's a man of his word. And he told Larry Hughes he would draft him if he came out, and he drafted him if he came out. Uh, and, and people kill him for that. But they forget all the good things he did for for this franchise. They forget all the good, what a great coach he was. He was a great, great, great coach. Uh, they don't make them like Larry Brown any longer. He, you can complain about his uh, basketball evaluation, but he evaluated the way that team should be put together, and the way he put to, put them together, they got to the finals. I haven't seen anybody do that since. I haven't seen a coach even close to as good as Larry Brown since. One of the other things, he said it would take him five minutes to fix the Sixers, but they built a team not the way that Brett Brown coaches. So they built the wrong team for the way Brett Brown is, and that's that's a little bit of a problem too. All right, let's go to Jay. Jay, you're on WIP. Yo, Jay, how are you? Okay. Yeah, I was listening to you earlier. You were talking about, uh, the things that made Bird better than uh, LeBron. Yes. That really really caught me. And, and as you were describing those things. First of all, let me uh, before we go further, how old are you? I'm 48. 48. So you have seen Larry Bird and you've seen Michael Jordan, right? Seen, seen them all. Enjoyed, okay. enjoyed all of them. Okay. Yeah, but as you were talking, I said, well, all those things that you mentioned about Bird and how those things made him better than uh, LeBron, I said, well, those are the same exact things that make Bird better than Jordan. Because Michael Jordan's basketball IQ, as well as Kobe's, you know, I think that's highly overrated. Those guys were shooters. You know, uh, Larry Bird's approach to the game entirely is better than all of those guys. And I don't disagree with that, but they weren't just shooters. Michael Jordan made players on his team better. I don't think LeBron, everybody says, well, he makes players on his team better. How can he make them better? He's already put his own team together. He didn't make them good enough when he was at Cleveland the first time. Uh, and the players he teamed himself up with, which is the disgrace of the NBA nowadays, he didn't make those players better. They were already good. Kyrie Irving was already good. Uh, he's only better because there's more options on that team, which gives him the ability. LeBron didn't make him better. 
yeah. but Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant were really had a really good basketball IQ. Not as good as Larry Bird. There's no question about that. Larry Bird was the best. Yeah, but when you say make them better, Howard, the thing is, you know, that's overrated as well because Michael I Jordan. So. I watch watching Kobe and Mike throughout the years, and and I've tried to watch this. They didn't necessarily make anybody better. They just told guys, when I'm double teamed, get open. You know, they didn't do anything to elevate anybody's game because after Mike left, you know, those guys did nothing. They didn't go to the championship. Well, that's the whole but, point. But, Mike, uh, Michael Jordan made Pippen better. Uh, Bill, they played with Sir Bill Wennington. I mean, Bill Wennington. He, but, uh, they, they, but, 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 but Howard, I think that I, I think we should stop saying that they make people better. You know, because they Michael really Jordan made Tony Kukoc better. He made players better. Uh, there's I, no I, question. I, yeah, I understand what people try to say when they say that, but all all that all that those guys did was just say move out the way. Okay, you give know, me your but, top. But five, like, give me your top five players in the NBA all time. All time. Uh, before I give you that, Howard, yep. I'm, I'm going to say this to you also. The, the same things that you you put Wilt in the top five. But Bill Russell just missed it. But I still look at Bill Russell as a better overall player in terms of that whole your definition with the IQ and the whole approach to the game. I think Wilt, uh, uh, Bill's better than uh, Wilt. Well, you know, uh, if you break down their game. Well, if you break down his championships, th- that could be an argument. But nobody averages fifty points and twenty five rebounds a game. I mean, that's just it's beyond yeah. it's 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 unimaginable. It's unimaginable. I mean, his first nine years in the league. Uh, he averaged uh, 30 points and uh, 20 rebounds. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's but I don't want him. I don't want him in the game the last two minutes. I'd rather have Bill Russell because he can shoot free throws. Well, okay, well, we, we can debate decisions. that. But okay, so give me your top five. Well, here, here, here it is. You know, uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. I'm biased. I like Hakeem Olajuwon. And well, that's, that's I'll throw, one. And, and I'll throw uh, Kobe Bryant in there. Okay, so in other words, you don't have LeBron in there, which is which is correct. Right? No, I don't, I don't have him. I don't have him in there. I don't no, have and him I, in there right and now. I, and I don't have him in there either. And I wouldn't put him in there. Uh, all right, we'll we'll get right back. I want to get right back to the phones when we come back. Bill, Dave, another Bill. Uh, I think one of the Bills wants to trade away the third pick. <laughs> uh, one Bill wants to talk about the NFL draft. I'm glad he wants to talk about that because I want to talk about that. And then we got a Bird and uh, LeBron guy here. 94 WIP WIP Sports Time is 9:38. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? 94 WIP. All right, let's get right back to the phones because I know people have been hanging on. Bill, you're on WIP. Hey, Howard, Bill. What's up? How you doing? Good. Hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I wanted to mention the um, the draft and how uh, there's there's some rumors going around that Dallas is pro- probably going to get it this year. Yeah, well, um, I, I've been talking about it for a month and a half. Yeah. But well, here's the thing, though. I mean, if the NFL was so jazzed about us and, and, and they, they, they say how good of a job we did and everybody, you know, well, I mean, what's the what's the issue? I mean, okay, you want to hear the real story, or do you want to hear the yeah, uh, the propaganda? Okay, the real story is, uh, hey, listen, they want to try different cities. They tried right. Philadelphia, uh, and the reality is, the NFL people 
were not happy with the infrastructure because they had to have different uh, parts, uh, different departments, like uh, the people that come from the other teams. And there's no management people, just people that answer the phone and they'd hand the draft pick in. And that was three blocks away. That was in the Franklin uh, Institute. Right. So they have offices in different places yeah, where, they, yeah, where they like to have it together. So the infrastructure was bad. They weren't happy with the construction costs of the amphitheater because it was much higher than they thought it would be. So they weren't happy with that. Uh, uh, did it did it go smoothly? Yeah, it went it went great. Was it a great so, party for people in Philadelphia? I'll, I'll, I'll finish this and then you can talk about it. Yeah. Was it a great? It was a, it was a tailgate without a football game. So, but and then from the city standpoint, they're not banging down the doors to keep it because you haven't heard about economic impact. You haven't heard about economic impact because the reality is uh, there was no economic impact. Uh, there was no ep- economic impact. That's the reality. Uh, because most of the people were from Philadelphia. 90% of the people at that, at that, uh, at that mm-hmm. draft were from Philadelphia, so there weren't people coming in outside to use the hotels. There weren't people going to the restaurants. First of all, it was a night event, so you're not going to the restaurants. The Penn Relays had more of an economic impact, which is the same weekend every year, and, and it screwed up the infrastructure down there for the people. So the reality is, hey, listen, it was a great party. 24 hours after the draft's over, Nobody outside Philadelphia remembers, oh, Philadelphia, oh, they look great during the draft. They don't remember all that. And I think what the NFL wants to do is they, they want to have a, a place where it certainly will be exciting for people. Uh, and uh, it, it's a better infrastructure. Uh, the costs of labor are $10 less an hour uh, in Texas. It's crazy, mm. but but it is. Yeah. So, and Jerry Jones, if Jerry Jones wants it, I think they're going to get it. And they won't do it at their stadium. They'll do it at their practice facility. Yeah, so that's that, hearing, but... yeah, so that, that's, the, that's the problem with it. There really was no economic impact. It was great. So... It looked great. And it was a great party for Philadelphians. And that's terrific. I think the numbers were, there was no counter. So I don't know how they know the numbers of people there. It was an estimate that there were metal detectors, but there were no counters on the metal detectors. So they don't really have a real number. But the reality is the first night it looked great. Then it kind of tailed off the second night. And the third day it was just people passing through. Yeah, I'm I'm a bartender that way. And it wasn't as crazy as I – I mean, it was great. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I I think people are – they were were jazzing it up more than what it really was. I mean, it was a good time. But people were making it sound like it was the greatest – it was a tailgate party, and people had fun, and it was great. It was uh, You never got to see the Rocky statue because it was covered up anyway. Dave, you're on WIP. Hey, hey, how you doing, Howard? It's always great to hear your voice on a Saturday morning. It's a beautiful thing. Hey, uh, you were talking about the best. You're comparing Larry Bird and LeBron James. I think it's a I'm little bit com- too. Well, I'm not no, the comparison. It's, I can compare them all I want. Larry Bird was a better player. I like Larry Bird. I think when LeBron James' career is over, I think you'll change difference. As far as talent-wise... I will not. I will not change. You will not change? Why, is that? Why? Because Larry Bird was Larry... LeBron, I've seen what LeBron can do. I don't care about the numbers at the end. Uh, Larry Bird only played, I think it was 12 seasons. LeBron's already into his 13th season. Okay. Uh, Michael Jordan uh, took, what was it, four years off and then came back. When he came back, he wasn't the same player. Uh, So uh, so I don't want to hear about those numbers. I watch the guys play. See, there's something called the eye test. 
and I watched him play, uh, and I know how good Michael Jordan uh, was. I know how good Larry Bird was. Howard, I was right there with you. I've seen them both, and I understand where you're coming from. You're saying that Bird, if I had to pick two guys, the one thing I loved about Bird was he's an intangible. He had things. He had an he could see things on the court that LeBron can't see. And LeBron okay, that's a, one. Okay, who was a be, who was a better shooter? Oh man, that's not a question. It's, it's better. Okay, all right. I'll so now, so but now, defensive player, which one? Is, which one is better? Uh, I think they're equal. I think they're equal because better rebounder. Uh, 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 Larry Bird is a better rebounder. Although the numbers, the numbers are the same. The numbers are equal. The numbers are equal by both players. They're they're equal. But in today's game, there's so many more players that miss shots because there's yeah. so many more shots. So there's going to be more rebounds. So that's what changes that too. And to get out on a break, I know LeBron can get out and dribble on a break. Who is a better passer? Uh, I'll give Bird because Bird can see things. You better give it to Bird. I mean, come on now, man. It's not even close. Bill, you're on WIP. Hey, Howard. You know, I'm getting tired of these fuzzy-faced 19-year-old kids who don't know what they can do. Well, that guy wasn't 19 years old. Well, Um, these guys are, though. They're not even a guy call. I'm talking about the draft. Uh, I'm I'm sick of these. picking these kids. We don't know what they're going to do. We've got all kinds of money. We've got all kinds of picks. I would, if we could get a hold of any of those top three players, George, Butler or Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is going to be expendable. I don't care about the first-round pick this year. I'd give two if I had to. And maybe get rid of Okafor in the process, too. Um, I'd take any of those guys. I think Golden State wants to keep them together. I don't know what Clay Thompson's going to do. Clay Thompson still averaged over twenty points a game, I believe. Uh, but he's still, first of all, they're, they're going to be in a salary cap situation. They can't keep all four of these guys. Sure, they can because they're their players. The well, CPA, see, here's they, the they, different. Here's the problem with the salary cap. You can go over the cap. It's not a hard cap. Own people, I know that. So you can you pay a luxury tax, and that's what teams are doing. That's what LeBron whined about. They were over. The, the salary cap. They're paying a luxury tax, and he still wanted more players. So, see, that's LeBron is so selfish. That's another problem I have. Uh, you knock LeBron way too much. But anyhow, first of all, some of my greatest players, there's only one guy. It's Will, and that's number one. After that, everybody is two, three, and four. Take your pick. But What was that again? Compared to Will. Nobody compares to Will. Okay. Everybody else is second, so, third, or fourth. I don't care how you rank Okay, him. so in the top five I have, in no special order, uh, Wilt, Michael Jordan, Bird, Magic, uh, uh, Oscar Robertson, which we forget about him. Yeah, uh, Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Kareem, Russell. Uh, somebody brought uh, Olajuwon up. Olajuwon was unbelievable. I would put LeBron ahead of certainly Russell for sure. Well, I don't uh, know about that. I mean, I, you know, Rob I, Russell was with a great, great team. Come on, you're, you're, well, I'm, I'm I, your I get it. Okay, so even if you put him ahead of him, he's still no better than six. Come on now. Uh, stop. This LeBron love is just ridiculous. He's a great player, but he's not as great as those players. All right? Uh, Chris, you're on WIP. Hey, I've been listening for 20 years. Love you. Uh, thanks. Um, listen, uh, the one thing everybody's got to understand is this is pretty much an objective point. I mean, basketball in the late 80s, early 90s, it'll never be as good as it was as far as competition probably ever again. That was the best basketball you know, I think era ever. I don't think, it wasn't I don't, the same I don't think that's teams. arguable. 
you could say it was the same teams, but it was wasn't the same teams in the finals every year. Nobody went exactly. It, no, it I wasn't the you. same three teams. That's why the NBA is a joke. It sucks right now. There's great yeah, players, but you. the league sucks. It's the same teams all the time. And when you have the same teams three straight years in the finals, it's never happened. That's a joke. That's just a joke. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And as far as Hinky, I mean, let's look at what we have right now. We have a guy coming up the, uh, this year who's never played a game in the NBA. We got another guy who's played Simmons. Uh, you're 2000, and he's and he's injury prone. Yeah, he's only, uh, never played more than 31 games. Yeah. Yeah, and we got we got Okafor who looks like a bomb. Okay, so, well, he's not, a, he's not a bomb. He's just a stick. He's not a good player. All right. So All right. let's look at what Hinky's actually done for us. What has he done for us? Nothing. He he's lost. He's so, lost for so three, I, lost for three years. He got Nerlens Noel gone. Michael Carter Williams gone. Yeah, okay, exactly. you got the Lakers pick. Well, okay. Well, who is that? Well, they got the pick coming up next year. Well, who is that? So you don't know. Uh, so you don't know whether it's better or whether it's worse. That's number one. So he, his first two players taken weren't good enough to continue with the franchise. Okafor's not good enough. You should have taken Porzingis. Actually, you could have gotten the Greek freak too. But okay, so you pass on that. Embiid. Well, if he wasn't hurt, he'd be the best player in the draft. Well, but he he is hurt, and you still are unsure whether he will be able to play a full season. I don't know that he'll play more than 50 games a year. If he's healthy, he's really, really good. There's no question about it. But if he gets hurt all the time, the franchise goes back to where they were. I mean, it's Absolutely. just so, – so that's the issue, that's the issue with uh, – with Scam Hinky, but and and Brian Colangelo is a bas- basketball guys win. You look at the teams that are there now; they have basketball people. I mean, especially Golden State. They didn't have to lose. They didn't have top five picks every year, which the Sixers have had. They've got great players because they did a great job, and they picked out and Jerry West identified good players. Uh, here's a, one way that I think: How do you fix it? People ask me, how do you fix it? Well, maybe like in the NFL, where you can franchise a player, so you don't allow players to leave your teams uh, just because they become free agents, you can franchise them so you can keep them with your team. So players like LeBron can't set up their own team. Oklahoma City could have franchised uh, Kevin Durant. So you don't add it's overkill with Golden State. Uh, They would have still won without Kevin Durant, although Kevin Durant is great. And right now, I mean, he's just, he really does make a difference. But but then you would have parity in the NBA. If you – and the union probably will they'll never let it get it done. LeBron won't let it get it done because he wants to be able to pick his own teams all the time. You, if you franchise tag a player like they do in the NFL, you can stop this. That's one way that you can stop it. A hard cap obviously would stop it, but they'll never allow that, the Players Association. But franchising a player would stop a lot of this nonsense. All right. Um, and, again, Larry Brown – said so many interesting things, and it's on my podcast, uh, the Howard Eskin podcast that you can get on iTunes. You subscribe. It's obviously nothing to subscribe, and it will notify you when I do a new one. He really does. You can criticize him for drafting of Larry Hughes, but he did so many other good things, and he's got such great insight. It'd be interesting to look at it. He doesn't think Ben Simmons is a point guard, and he identifies who he would take at number three for the Sixers. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, fun this morning. Phillies, if they don't send down Franco and Herrera uh, after Sunday, 
they they will never get those guys straightened out. That's just my opinion. I don't care about exit velocity and launch angle. I don't care about that stuff. All right, I want to thank the people, first of all, here at the ShopRite, uh, the Burns Group, uh, Grant McLaughlin, Pat Burns, uh, the people here, uh, which are terrific to us. Uh, Talanza always takes care of us, uh, making us food, doing us different things here. And I want to congratulate the people have understood that shopping outside the city will not only save the money, uh, but may put a stop to this beverage tax. That's what they need. The more and more revenue that, that, that they don't get to their goals, they understand that it's really not working. And that's what it's not working. It's not working because people are shopping outside the city. And I congratulate the people that come here. And you can see the city and your councilman got to understand that. They've got to do something about that. Uh, and I want to thank our street teamers. Is that Devin Bolger and uh, Mia Morton? Is that what it is? Is that how you pronounce her name? Uh, Maya Morton. Uh, Breitmeyer was here as our producer. Dave Breitmeyer back at the studio. Phil Jackson. Glenn and uh, John Johnson are coming up next from Delaware Park. Everybody have a great, great weekend. Phillies baseball this afternoon. Ben Lively is going to turn it around for the Phillies. WIP Sports Time is 9.58. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.